Hi, this is Franny Korsik, organizer of the annual picnic for three-legged dogs in San Francisco. And you are listening to The People Podcast. Welcome to episode 44 of The People Podcast. The star of this week's episode is Franny Korsik. Franny is the organizer of the annual three-legged dog picnic in San Francisco. I would say that this is one of the most unique events in not just the Bay Area, but the entire country. No, 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 no. Scratch that. The entire world. And it's been going on for over a decade. So, how did Franny get the idea to host a picnic for three-legged dogs? For more on that, let's hear from Franny herself. Franny, thanks for joining the show. How's it going? It's going really well. Thank you for asking me to be on the show. Absolutely. Well, Franny, you just hosted the 11th annual Three-Legged Dog Picnic, but we got to go all the way back to the first one. How did you get the idea to organize such a fun, wholesome event? Well, um, my my vintage dog, Chip, had just passed away, and some friends of mine kind of let me take their dog for a walk and to sort of heal from that. And his name was Lava, Lava Joe. And um, I was living in the city on Trail Hill at the time. And so I popped down to AT&T Park to take him for, you know, take him for walks down there by the waterfront. And as we were going through the little park down there, and I saw a man, a young man, throwing a frisbee to two dogs. And one of them I was looking at, it was a short, he was just a little dog, very fast. And I looked at it. And I'm like, what is going on with that dog? I couldn't really tell because it was running so fast. And, but there was something off, you know, and I, and I thought, well, gosh, you know, and then it, it caught the frisbee, turned on its nub, who was a back leg, and came running back to its owner with the other dog um, on its tail. And I kind of laughed. I'm like, oh, it's a three-legged dog. And I quickly looked to the next dog. And, of course, it had four legs. And I just thought to myself, wow, when would I ever see two, three-legged dogs in one place, or let alone three? And there was nothing. I couldn't think of any any situation at that time where I would see that. So I thought, well, if I'm going to see that at least once in my lifetime, I would have to invite them to me. And so I cut and paste a flyer. And uh, at that time, it was at, I'm spending a lot of time at Dolores Park in San Francisco. Um, and so I, I set it up for there. I, I uh, put together the flyer and sat in the park. <laughs> I put up the flyer in a lot of places in the city that I knew. I had just moved to the city. And um, sat in the park and one dog came. And uh, I had prizes but no contest at that time. So he got all three prizes. And encouraged me to continue. So, um, so I did. I just kept uh, going until I saw three three-legged dogs in one place, and that was very exciting. And um, from there, they encouraged me, and I said, "Okay, I'll do this again." They seemed to want to come back, and that's how it started. And I did move to Debose Park to accommodate poor dogs in wheelchairs, you know, less able-bodied dogs to be able to, to go through because it's, it's a gradual hill, not so hilly as, as um, Dolores Park. 
Well, it's amazing to hear how much the event has grown. I mean, you said at the first picnic, only one dog attended, but you weren't discouraged. You stayed with it, and you've ended up hosting many more picnics after that. I know you said that the attendee there had encouraged you to keep it going. But for you, I mean, a lot of people might just give up and say, you know, maybe it's not worth it. What do you most remember about the time between the first picnic and the second picnic and committing to the cause of keeping it going? Well, it was the enthusiasm of that one person. And then also my friends, they just thought it was really fun and they wanted to come. They're like, oh, I want to come. And I'm like, oh, okay, I'll hold another, I'll hold another picnic. It's, it's not a whole lot of work. And I like sitting in the park. And San Francisco is just an, an amazing city with so much going on. And um, I thought, well, I'll, I'll just keep doing it. As long as, as people want to show up, I'll keep showing up. And people have continued to show up over the years. It's a beautiful thing. And I know the event is called the Three-Legged Dog Picnic, but there's more dogs than that that attend. Can you talk about the different dogs that typically roll up to your one-of-a-kind picnic? Yes. Yeah, thank you for asking. I, um, I wanted to see three, three three-legged dogs, yes. And, but I couldn't leave out all the other dogs and owners um, for the picnic. So... I added dogs with cones and casts and one eye, wheelchairs, blind, deaf, toothless, vintage, um, extra lumpy. I just threw in there for fun. Uh, but there's so many dogs that are cared for uh, by just um, amazing owners. And it's a lot of work to manage one dog with, with health issues as they go, but to, to either adopt a dog um, with issues and knowingly take that kind of time and care that the animal needs. And so the picnic is, is as much for the owners as it is for the animals, but um, it's to celebrate. It's to celebrate both and that relationship. And so I did add um, all those other animals because they're, they're special too. Do most of the dogs return to the picnic year after year? Because, you know, like you said, I imagine the dogs and the families love to reunite and see their fellow resilient friends. Yes, there's many dogs that have come and uh, continue to come to the picnic every year. And that's been absolutely wonderful. Um, You know, Wallace is is one that comes to mind just as as we're talking right now. There's many others, but I think they've been coming for... Um, seven or eight years now, and that's been really fun. So we get some return dogs. We get a lot of new dogs. Um, we've added a parade and a, a dog trick. So I, I think we'll start getting more more people returning as well. Well, when you talk to people who come to the event, how has it been able to grow so much? I mean, is it just kind of a word-of-mouth thing, more exposure from flyers? Because the growth of it is very impressive. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that's been a lot of work. Um, in the beginning, I would, you know, put together my flyer and go into into the shops, into any store, passerbys on the street. And, and living in the city was just really accessible that way for me. And as I grew with, like, social media becoming a, a, a way to share, um, that could get spread out all over the world. We had somebody's mother get the flyer in like Wisconsin and she sent the flyer to her daughter living in San Francisco. So that to me was like the eye opener, like, okay, I could, I love doing this in person. 
um, handing out the flyer, people recognize um, the, the flyer now after all these years. I haven't changed the flyer. And so being on social media, that has been the, the biggest um, spreader of the news. Um, Instagram, and Facebook, and um, also getting emails out now. Um, I've had a lot of help this year. Because it's growing, I um, enlisted some friends of mine. They volunteered, um, sort of. <laughs> and uh, had a friend help me with the website. She learned how to do websites and built her team around that. Um, and then I, she also helped me um, take all the emails that I had been collecting over the last couple of years and put them into an email list. So now these people will know ahead of time what's coming up, what changes are happening, and who the, who the team members are. So now we have team members. It's really wonderful. It's an all-hands-on-deck team, it sounds like. And you have really built this into a beautiful event, Franny. And I was reading that dogs and their families have traveled to the picnic from as far as Yuba City, which, if you don't know, it's about 125 miles from San Francisco. Does it ever blow your mind that something you started a decade ago with only one dog in attendance at the first picnic has now grown into something like this? Yes. Yes. It's really... Um, I, I think people really uh, look forward to something so special and to celebrate with other people, you know, um, like, like-minded people or like um, they can share a bond with these other folks, you know, and, and that's what's so wonderful. And it's really, it really is exciting when somebody takes the time and, and then comes to enjoy the beautiful city that San Francisco is and what it has to offer. You know, uh, so it's, it's exciting. I'm really happy. And I'm really happy that the space that we're providing for them is someplace that they want to come to, that they, they want to share and spend their time with, um, with other, other people who with their three-legged dogs. Yeah, it's, it's really wonderful. It really is. And I kind of want to touch on a few new things that were added this year, like a dog trick show. Now, we talked about Wallace a little bit earlier, and I was reading that Wallace stole the show with his hoop jumping skills. So is this a part of the event that's here to stay? It's definitely here to stay. Um, It's a three-hour event. Um, I say one hour for each leg. Um, And we have a little bit of music um, each year. Uh, Belinda Blair, she she plays her music, and we've had other things. You know, people can play a little bit of cornhole, which is another name for doghouse. But I found that it was like um, a picnic needs uh, togetherness. What can we do all as a group? And uh, dog tricks, you know, what are the dog tricks? And there's no trick too small, no trick too small. And so I thought, well, we'll, we'll add that in there. And the parade. That has been something very special. But the dog tricks were really, really fun. And um, people really enjoyed just getting out the off their picnic blanket and, and sharing their tricks and getting some applause. And it was a very sweet moment with the dog tricks. How about the dog costume parade? What were some of the cute outfits sported at the picnic? Well, that was just really adorable. And I, I want to give a shout out to uh, Craig. Uh, and he has volunteered with Muttville for quite some time and just a little shout out for him for um, accepting the challenge of, of leading this parade and we've never had one before so it was it was like well let's just go through the motions and see what what happens here if people are interested if people are 
you know, um, wanting to get up off their blanket and go for a little walk through the park. It's just the tiniest, the tiniest little parade. And so people stood up. We had about 30 dogs. Um, I'd say uh, maybe, maybe 10 of them had little costumes on. I, I can't really tell. I like I was smiling so big um, to see everybody get up and, and go through this parade. It was just really adorable, and uh, it brought joy to all the other park goers. You know, everyone that was just enjoying the day at the park, whether they were throwing frisbees for their four-legged dogs, which I like to call tricarious, um, and the, the families the other people holding their small family event things, they, they just really enjoyed seeing um, the parade come through. So that's definitely, definitely a staple as well. And it's a tiny parade. It's maybe 10 minutes long, but it, it really packs a punch. And I imagine the dogs just have so much fun walking in line together, even for just 10 minutes, that they probably have a lot of fun with it. And, uh, you know, your flyers say that there are prizes, but no contest. So what are some of the prizes given out at the picnic? And who are some of the sponsors that have been nice enough to donate and support the cause? Yeah, thank you for asking about the prizes, but no contest. You know, that came up because it was like, well, I wanted to have prizes, but these dogs and families have done enough. So it's, it's prizes, but no contest. They don't have to do another thing. And in the beginning... I would pick up the prizes myself because I thought, well, there'd be three dogs. That's all I would like to see. And I'll have a prize. And, and they were random prizes. You know, it was a kazoo. They weren't necessarily dog, dog related. And I had an antique clown horn and a, you know, an, an, an old record album. And uh, the first person got all three prizes. And then as I went, I was, you know, it's like, okay, well, I'll bring more because it seems like there's more people coming. And then it became that, this was just coming out of my pocket and you know, I, I couldn't just uh, fund that. So um, I started going into local shops in San Francisco and it could have been, it, it, it was any, any shop, right? Not necessarily dog related. I just wanted to ask our, our small businesses if they would like to donate a prize. And so that's how it started. And, and so shops started donating, you know, there's this year, it was Canine Shipyard, which is our newest pet shop in San Francisco, right there in the heart of the mission. It's just a really beautiful shop and uh, wonderful, wonderful people. And, um, and then Jeffries. Jeffries has also uh, donated prizes. Bernal Beast in the past has done this. And I'd also like to remember Animal House, as they have been with us since the very beginning. So for all 11 years, Animal House has been just a great supporter of the three-legged dog picnic. Some years I ask if businesses can donate a prize, and then some years I, I can buy the prize, right? I just sort of keep it free-flowing where it's just, uh, you know, if they can, they will. If I can, I will. With the prizes but no contest this year, I'm trying to uh, encourage the participants to pick up a prize from their local businesses, their small businesses. So it could be an ice cream cone, right? If you bring a gift certificate for an ice cream cone, that person will bring a friend and then they will purchase another ice cream cone, right? So it's like, or a movie theater ticket. You know, you can get a, a for one of our small theaters and, and most cities have small theaters. So it's, it's to just encourage that sort of giving back to the community um, and, 
And yes, of course, you can pick up a dog toy, but you can also pick up knife sharpening, like uh, Bernal Cutlery. They they donated um, a gift certificate. So it's just it's that giving and uh, giving back, you know, bringing something new to the table, getting creative. Um, but we did have a lot of toys donated this year from those those three shops. One other thing that kind of caught my attention is that every year there's a blessing that takes place at the event. Can you talk about how that first started and what it means to the dogs and their families? Yeah. Um, now, the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence are just um, iconic. They started in San Francisco around the time of Harvey Milk and his presence in the city. And I found them to be extremely um, supportive of so many different causes in that. And, and ours is not a cause. We're, we're not a fundraiser. We're not, we're not doing anything for anybody else. This is just a picnic for three-legged dogs. But I did think that it might be appropriate that a sister of perpetual indulgence uh, bless the dogs and have some... Um, engagement with that because a lot of these animals could be also ill and the families could be struggling and it's nice to have um, someone come in and bless the animal um, at the picnic and so it's just a subtle um, option that the um, participants can um, join in on and it's definitely an option so sister chola has been coming and blessing the dogs um, i believe now for eight years eight or nine years i i really Time seems to have gotten away from me <laughs> and most of us um, over the last couple of years. But um, yeah, Sister Chola, and she is, uh, she first came with her little Chihuahua, and I'm forgetting his name right now, but she is a dog lover, and she is just just a trooper for coming. So I really appreciate, um, I really appreciate her and her love and compassion for these animals and their families. The picnic has a little bit of everything. It's it's really awesome, Franny. And you've been doing this for over a decade, and I hope it goes on for many more decades. But when you reflect on the first picnic to the latest picnic, what would you say that you're most proud of? Oh, wow. I think it's the what feels the best is the, I guess it's the gift of creating the space. Right, I think I'm most proud of showing up in some years where life can be very difficult and continue to show up and then experience the joy. I think I'm proud that I've just showed up and that these other people have shown up as well. It's, it's a really, it's a really wonderful event and it, and it does touch the hearts of so many and there's laughter and there's joy and I think, I think it's basically just the, the joy that I've been able to uh, bring. That's beautiful. And I think you kind of being at a loss for words about it and like reflecting on it just kind of shows how much it means to you and like just how important it is for you and all these people that come there. And, you know, a lot of times it just takes one person to start these things. I imagine like all these other people that come to the event would have loved to host something themselves, but they just weren't as actionable as you. And so you should be really proud of yourself for starting something and seeing it all the way through. I am. I am very proud of myself. And someone had mentioned, you know, they said, 
oh, Franny, the article's great, but there's no pictures of you. And I said, but it's not, it's not about me. And it's, it's about the dogs and their families and the joy. And, um, and I'm just really, really happy for the support that I get through my friend Evie and Craig, Belinda, the music, Sister Chola, and our MC April. It just really has been a cohesive moment this year, and it's going to build and grow. And I think that's beautiful. To step away from the event for just a sec, when you're not hosting the three-legged dog picnic, what do you like to do for fun? Oh, my gosh. Well, I, um, let's see, I'm an avid hiker. And so uh, being now living on the East Bay, I have been just really enjoying the hills of the East Bay. And being with my friends who have, uh, now that we can be with friends, you know, fairly safely. It's just absolutely wonderful to, to just to be, I'm, I'm just taking it down real simple just to be with my friends and my family and go for hikes and a uh, few little road trips here and there. I do like a good road trip and I do hope to have a, have a dog by next year. I actually don't have a dog. So I'm hoping to find myself maybe a three legged one eyed dog and, uh, Hit the road, maybe. I don't know. That's what brings me joy, to think about those things. <laughs> that is awesome, and I look forward to hopefully meeting your dog at some point in the future, maybe at the next picnic. But i got to ask as someone that loves to be outdoors and someone that's also in the Bay Area, what are some of your favorite hiking spots that you've hit so far? I've been to Mount Tam, Mount Diablo, Walnut Creek has some good ones, but anywhere else you've explored? Well, I did over in January. I hit the Redwood Park here on the East Bay. And I hiked every single trail um, and marked it off. And so that, that sort of was an accomplishment for me because I had uh, just moved here. And um, that was one really beautiful park with all different levels of, of hiking. So um, really took that to heart. So I think right now that would be my, my favorite. I do like getting down to the waterfront and having that wind blow through my hair and walk my friend's dog it's really it's really nice so so many places i can't it's hard to pick just one really yeah that's that's one of the beautiful things about the bay area there's so many different places to explore and it sounds like you're taking part in all of it but Franny, I yep. just want to say, you know, you are such an inspiration because you took this idea that you had and you just made it happen. I really think the world needs more people like you because while everyone has ideas, executing an idea and seeing it all the way through for year after year, I mean, it is a whole different thing. So I just have to say thank you for starting such a unique event and thank you so much for joining the People Podcast to talk about it. Yeah, thank you, Brian, for, for having me. It's been an absolute joy and uh I hope to see you at the next picnic. What a beautiful conversation with Franny. You know, I've learned a lot from every guest on the show, and Franny was no exception. She is living proof that when you have an idea that you really believe in and you follow through with it, you can really create something special. And she has. 
I can't wait to attend next year's three-legged dog picnic, and I would love to see some of our listeners there as well. But that just about does it for episode 44, so I'll talk to you all next Wednesday for episode 45 of The People Podcast.